It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, getting a boost. Overnight, the director of the CDC takes things a step further, overruling her own panel and endorsing the shot for at-risk workers. We're live with everything you need to know. Then, taking action. A top executive at General Motors working to end distracted driving after losing his own son. I just hope that it will encourage people to take action now before it is their child. Inside the campaign that has celebrities stepping up to get the message out. Plus, out of the spotlight, supermodel Linda Evangelista opening up about a cosmetic procedure she says disfigured her and forced her into hiding the details straight ahead. Today, Friday, September 24th, 2021. Visiting today from Alabama. Alabama. Celebrating our 25th anniversary. Ready for making it! Love the Today Show since forever. Hi, Hoda. Mom is turning 80 from Kansas City, Missouri. Wow. And good morning, everybody. Good Welcome morning. back to you today. Wow. It's Friday morning. Happy to have you with us as uh, we wrap up the week. Indeed. Before we get to the news, Savannah, you have a big interview next oh, week. I am Ooh, so excited so about fun. this. We're going to sit down with the one and only John Stewart. Oh. He just dropped a teaser for his new show, marking his return to television six years after he left The Daily Show. We thought he was done. But from the looks of it, John's got a lot he wants to get off his chest. Cannot wait. It'll be an exclusive conversation. We'll find out what this new show is all about. I saw the promo. For it. Yeah, Even the promos I know he's going to be good. Uh, let's get right to your news at eight o'clock and a surprise move overnight. The head of the CDC overruled her own agency and greatly widened the category of Americans who will now be eligible to get those COVID booster shots. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer joins us with the latest on it. Hey, Miguel, good morning. Savannah, good morning. Dr. Rochelle Walensky signed off for the most part on what the CDC safety committee recommended. But as you mentioned, she did clear the way for boosters for one group the committee rejected, allowing healthcare workers and other essential employees like teachers and grocery store workers to also get a third dose of Pfizer's vaccine. That group now joins those 65 and over residents of long-term care facilities and people 50 to 64 years old with underlying health conditions who can get a booster after six months. This means effective today, tens of millions should be able to go to local pharmacies or their doctor's office for a booster. The decision for a third shot only applies to those who've been fully vaccinated with Pfizer for at least six months. It does not impact those under 65 vaccinated with Pfizer or the 45% of Americans who've been inoculated with Moderna or Johnson & Johnson. Boosters for them may still be weeks, even months away. Savannah. All right, Miguel Almaguer with the latest there. Thank you. Now to a topic we have covered extensively, distracted driving. It remains a huge problem across the country with thousands of deaths every year. Well, now a top executive at General Motors who lost his own son is trying to make distracted driving something none of us can ignore. NBC's Tom Costello sat down for a real emotional interview. Hey, Tom, good morning. Yeah, Hoda, good morning. You know, the problem is this distracted driving problem has not gotten any better, but it's kind of fallen off the national radar. This family in Michigan has suffered a crushing loss, losing their 18-year-old son. And now they want to make uh, this kind of driving, distracted driving, as taboo, as unconscionable and unforgivable as driving while you're drunk.
18-year-olds are not supposed to die just two weeks after starting college. But Mitchell Kiefer's life came to a sudden violent end on a Michigan highway five years ago this week, leaving his family devastated. Yeah, just so senseless. Just so senseless. Mitchell's car was rear-ended by a distracted young driver traveling at 82 miles per hour, catapulting him into an oncoming truck. He died instantly. But it took hours before state troopers could notify the family. Mitchell's younger sister, Juliana, then frantically called her father, who was driving home. I hear my wife say he died. Jules screamed because I'm not sure she even knew until her mother said that. And then the phone instantly went dead. The police were still at the home when Steve Kiefer got home. This officer told me what happened, and, um, and I collapsed. He said the words, and it, it, I just fell to the ground. Mitchell, one of roughly 3,000 people who die in distracted driving crashes each year, though many advocates believe the real number is closer to 20,000 or more. Jennifer Smith founded a nonprofit focused on distracted driving after losing her own mother to a distracted driver 13 years ago. These crashes are preventable. We know what works. That's putting the phone down, focusing on driving. And so now we've just, we've got to get that culture to everyone. Now Smith and Kiefer are joining forces in the fight against distracted driving. That's what we're going to prom. Kiefer is the president of General Motors International and is using his connections and megaphone to get the message out. His own advocacy group, the Kiefer Foundation, works in Mitchell's memory. Our brother was killed by distracted drivers. Along with Mitchell's family, some big-name celebrities are also lending their voices. Hey, guys. Today we're going to talk about something very serious, distracted driving. So please, put down your phones, just drive. Now, the Kiefer Foundation and StopDistractions.org are partnering with the NTSB, launching the National Distracted Driving Coalition. Already, nearly every state bans texting and driving. 24 states and D.C. have also outlawed using handheld phones while driving. Kiefer wants to make distracted driving as socially unacceptable as drunk driving. And our hope is that with social media, it can happen much faster than it did with, with alcohol. People will understand that this could very well have been my child, and and I just hope that it will encourage people to take action now before it is their child. Yeah, kind of much like Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign, the message here is just put down the phone. And, and Kiefer wants to make this a primary driving offense. If you have your phone in your hand, the police could pull you, pull you over for that alone, much like speeding. And they've got these placards they're handing out to anybody. If you're driving along and you see somebody next to you driving, who's texting, TikToking, whatever the case is, hold up the sign out the window saying, just drive. Yeah. Guys, back to you. Just drive. All right, Tom Costello for us there. Tom, thank you. We have an important consumer alert for you this morning, a nationwide recall of baby lounger cushions sold by Walmart, Target, Amazon, and others. The Boppy Company is recalling more than three million of the cushions after they were tied to the suffocation deaths of at least eight infants. Newborns can apparently roll over into positions where the cushion blocks their breathing. Although the Boppies were not sold as infant sleep products, the Consumer Product Safety Commission says they're just too risky to remain on the market. Coming up next, uh, supermodel Linda Evangelista. What a story. She's opening up in an emotional post online about the reason she's stepped away from the spotlight. Her warning and a $50 million lawsuit aimed at a popular cosmetic procedure that she says left her 
brutally disfigured and afraid to show her face right after this. Welcome back. Well, in the 90s, Linda Evangelista was one of the most sought-after mm -hmm. supermodels in the world. But now the woman who graced countless catwalks magazines is sharing why she's been out of the spotlight for many years now. NBC's Erin McLaughlin joins us now with details on this. Hey, Erin, good morning. Good morning, guys. She's one of the most iconic supermodels of all time, gone into hiding after a cosmetic procedure she alleges went horribly wrong. After years of suffering in silence, Linda Evangelista is speaking out and going after the company she claims ruined her life, her career, and her body. She's the supermodel so famous she once declared she doesn't wake up for less than $10,000 a day. Now suing aesthetic company Zeltic for $50 million. After undergoing the company's cool sculpting fat loss treatment starting in 2015. The 56-year-old once voted the greatest supermodel of all time. Her face splashed across countless magazine covers and famously featured in George Michael's Freedom video, now saying she's been rendered unrecognizable, depressed, and a recluse. In an emotional post on Instagram, Evangelista tearing into the company, alleging she was brutally disfigured by the cool sculpting procedure, claiming it increased, not decreased, her fat cells, leaving her permanently disformed after undergoing two painful, unsuccessful corrective surgeries. The account, a stark contrast to the company's celebrity endorsements, past and present, and promises of amazing fat loss results. The treatment is cleared by the FDA. According to her lawsuit, Evangelista underwent seven treatments to break down fat cells in her abdomen, flanks, back and bra area, inner thighs and chin. But within a few months, she developed hard, bulging, painful masses under her skin in those areas. The side effect is known as PAH. The lawsuit noting the masses that form as a result of PAH often reoccur even after a patient undergoes the necessary liposuction surgery. A risk Evangelista alleges she was not made aware of beforehand. Back in 2018, our own Savannah Guthrie and Jenna Bush Hager underwent the fat freezing treatment. Supposedly, yes. the doctors say that it worked somewhat. It I don't know. The company acknowledged the potential PAH side effect to today. The fat is lost, and then like six months later, it begins to grow, and it typically will overgrow. So they end up with more fat in, in the area than you started with. On its website, Cool Sculpting now saying the side effect is rare. Following Evangelista's announcement, fellow supermodels posting their support. Gigi Hadid saying, your life's work continues to inspire generations of models. Naomi Campbell writing, remember who you are and what you have achieved. According to the lawsuit, Evangelista is requesting a jury trial in New York. A pretrial conference is scheduled for November 12th. NBC News reached out to Allergen, the parent company of Zeltic, for comment. We have yet to receive a response. Guys. <laughs> All right, Aaron, thank you very much. All right, uh, Mr. Rooker, how about a check of the weather here? Let's look ahead, show you what we have for today. We are looking at wet weather, that cold front moving through New England. That's going to cause some rough weather through the New England area, Boston on up into Bangor. We've got some showers down through the southwest. Afternoon highs today are going to be really toasty as you get into the valleys of California and into the southwest, southern Texas and Florida. But cool along the northern tier of states, temperatures into the 60s. Heavy rain, as we said, in the northeast, cooler than average.
Ridge from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf Desert heat continuing through the southwest. That's your latest weather. Best time of the morning, but also the most confusing I know. time of the morning. What happened? I'm supposed to be at the Ryder Cup in Wisconsin, but my flight was canceled last night. Because uh, of the weather? Because of the weather here in New York. I'm sorry. After a long, long, long delay. Never happened, but it wasn't meant to be. Okay. Never argue with the airline. It's good to have no. you. They're not, they don't want to fly? I don't want to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to go either. Keep no, it safe. Uh, today does mark the weekend. There's a biggest event for golf fans. We're talking about the Ryder Cup. It's a competition that sees the best players from the United States taking on Europe's top golfers. And to give us a look inside the competition, we'll go <laughs> live from Whistling Straits course in beautiful Kohler, Wisconsin. NBC Sports' own Mike Tirico. We also got two-time NBA MVP Steph Curry. Steph's joining the fun this weekend as an insider for NBC Sports. Guys, good morning. Let me start with you, Steph. What, they got you working this weekend. It's well documented how much you love golf. What are you going to be doing? I'm going to try to be inside the ropes, give a different you know, perspective uh, you know, about the Ryder Cup. This is obviously an amazing competition. It's the highlight of the golf calendar. Um, but sometimes you need a, you know, another perspective from the basketball lens. I love golf, obviously. Uh, I've been in big stages before, but there's nothing like this. This is my first time out here, so uh, excited to, uh, to share what I see and what I know. Mike, USA looks so good on paper. We always do. Nine out of the top ten golfers in the world. We've got home field advantage at Coach Stricker's own home state course there in Wisconsin. The fans are all right. predominantly American because the European and the COVID, they couldn't get there. There's just almost no reason on Keep paper going. the USA should lose. <laughs> Yet in the last 20 years, we've only won pretty much once. What is it going to take for USA to do it this time? You hit it, Carson. There's everything in the U.S.'s uh favor uh, for their side, but the Ryder Cup is just different. Uh, Steph and I were just watching the play on the first hole. You still got some of the best in the world on the European side. John Rahm was number one in the world. Sergio Garcia, Rory McIlroy, uh, stalwarts in the Ryder Cup over the years like uh, Ian Poulter or Lee Westwood. So there's plenty of experience. There's actually more Ryder Cup experience on the European side, but the U.S. is fueled by the crowd. I was over at the first tee when the tee shots were hit 15 minutes ago. It's nuts over there. The sun's coming up over Lake Michigan. It's an awesome scene. I'm so glad you didn't confused me and Steph. <laughs> I'm not the NBA player. Steph is. So great move by you, Carson, to be able to figure that out. Thank you. Steph, did you give the team a pep talk? I mean, what did you do? Talk to any of the guys? What's the mindset of uh, our team? No, no pep talk. I left that up to uh, to team captain Steve Stricker, who obviously he's, it's a hometown uh, vibe for him, but they don't need a pep talk. Like you said, it's about just going out there and competing, uh, enjoying the moment. I can't imagine like the adrenaline rush on the first tee box uh, when you're playing a team event uh, and you have you know the entire Team USA on your shoulder. So uh, maybe if they need something during the round, I can give them a little something. Maybe read a putt form or two, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm taking you over that first tee as soon as we're done here. You're gonna get up close and feel it. It's it's the best event in golf in terms of the atmosphere around the first tee. Yeah, it certainly is. And I guess Mike will end with the last three Ryder Cups. The team with the home field advantage have won by a wide margin. Fans have a lot to do with that. What do you think about this year? Well, there's a big part to that. And because of the pandemic, international folks can't travel. So there's not the singing, the chanting of the European side that we see even when the Ryder Cup is here in the U.S. It was 95% U.S. over there in the stands. We can hear the USA chants right, right now. I can so, hear it. I'm so bummed I'm not there. If it's anything with the atmosphere, oh. the U.S. team will be great. But it'll be fun. It usually comes down to Sunday. Oh. And we miss you, Carson. Man, I'm we so miss bummed. You. Guys, have fun for yeah. me. Just inside baseball, one quick question, Mike. Uh, the 12th hole, the par three, there's a swatch back there, back right. It's only about eight paces. Are they going to put a pin back there this weekend? What? 
Huh? Twice. Two of the five times they'll be back there. Welcome to the Golf Channel. <laughs> Steph, oh have fun, buddy. I appreciate your time. Mike, as always, thank you. Don't forget, you can watch the Ryder Cup, and who's not going to be watching it yeah. all weekend long on the Golf Channel, Peacock, and, of course, right here on NBC. Here's the thing about Tariko. You asked him yeah. that question, and yeah. off the top of his head. He he's ready. Of course he, he knows. He knows oh, he knows. He's, he's the best. God, he's the best. So are you, Kurt. He's also uh, yeah, you're right up there. Yeah, should have been there. Good for. Mm -hmm. right, Next up, Kristen Stewart. I will not get. I, there's no deep dive on the Kristen Stewart story. We're finally <laughs> getting a first look at the actress in her upcoming role as Princess Diana for the highly anticipated movie Spencer. The studio releasing the first teaser yesterday and following a positive reception at the recent fall festival circuit. There's already been some Oscar buzz for her performance. Spencer's hitting theaters on November yeah. 5th. Next up, Super Mario Brothers, oh. one of the most beloved cast of characters in video gaming history, getting the Hollywood treatment again, Nintendo announcing an all-star lineup. Wait for you to hear these names. For the franchise's upcoming animated movie, leading the cast, Chris Pratt Whoa. will mm -hmm. be the voice of Mario. Mm -hmm. It's always sunny in Philadelphia actor Charlie Day as Luigi. Oh. And the Queen's Gambit breakout star, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, will be Princess Peach. Other mm -hmm. cast members, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key. Wow. Yeah, Seth Rogen, for wow. Austin, and the list goes on. Super Mario Brothers film is set to premiere in December of next year. Finally, we'll wrap things up with Tiger King, the hit Netflix docuseries that swept the nation. <laughs> this is one heck of a pop star today. Took a yeah. Way back at the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic is finally coming back. Net Netflix te teasing that Tiger King 2 will have just as much madness and mayhem as the first season. Over 64 million households streamed Tiger King in the first month of its release following Joseph uh, Moldando, um, Maldonado, Maldonado Passage. We watched it. Uh, Joe Exotic it? around yeah. his big cat park there. Start and the infamous the feud he had with fellow star the uh, on the show Carol Baskin. Joe Exotic, who is currently, by the way, serving a 22-year prison sentence for two different murder-for-hire plot counts, what? is also the subject of an upcoming scripted series on Peacock. Tiger King 2 is set to stream on Netflix later this year. Any you know, it was King like King? junk food. Like, you yeah. were glad you, you enjoyed it yeah. as you did it, and then you, like, later really you Felt, uh, yeah, he felt yucky. Yeah, felt gross. Why'd I do yeah. that? Why'd I do yeah. that? Can't do season two. But anyways, yeah, yeah season two is coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, okay. Coming up next, the third hour of today.